0: When they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am in you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am in you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you you to let me go, especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am in you. It be like they want me dumb when it come to you. Never wanting you to let me go, especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am in you. It be like they want me dumb when it come to you. Always trying to keep me silent like that 0 and 2. Fridays coming, I can
1: see it dawning. We weather the storm right now. Water for my garden, bless keep falling, and it keeps pouring down. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain.
2: This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy, nor is it a sermon or teaching production. It is intended for informational purposes only and is purely conversational. Mm-hmm. Some things are not better left unsaid. I'm your co host, Ishaan Burgundy. And I'm co host, Zara Hairston. From relationships to religion,
3: let's discuss taboo topics transparently.
1: Five, four,
4: three, two, one, zero. All engine
3: running.
2: Ooh, you gonna come on smacking?
3: I'm gonna
2: Bro, you smacking.
3: I'm just enjoying these uh, grapes.
2: Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you're coming on here smacking.
3: What's good? What's oh. good? What's good? All praise be unto the most high.
2: <laughs> I can't with this man. I can't with this man. Okay. Who is that that just went by the door? Excuse me, y'all. You can talk to the people for one minute. All right, so uh, I know you like you said you like to like you know you like to give do a petition before transparency. I can't remember. I think you do.
3: No, I just want to say all praise be unto the Most High, <clears throat> all glory, all honor. It belongs to Him. It's His, and I'm grateful that He allows us to um, do this and, and and speak to people and pour out what's been poured into us. Uh, we're grateful for His Word made flesh, Yahusha Hamashiach. We're thankful for His His Spirit, His Ruach that's present within us. And like I said, blessed to be able to be here. All praises.
2: Definitely. Devian Roderick said, Ishaan was smacking like Mr. William Willie Jones from Friday."
3: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember that scene.
2: So, we apologize that we did not go live last time. We go live first and third Mondays. Uh, We had a last minute issue and we were gonna go live, but we were just not in sync to go live. Um, So, we didn't go live, but we're back this week. We want to say thank you to our patrons who give to support Transparency, the podcast, as well as... um, A Better Day Family Channel. The, uh, I think the first week of September, our cartoon comes back. And if you haven't watched it, you need to go over to the the homepage of this channel, hit channels, and then go to A Better Day Family Channel because that cartoon is dumb.
3: Yes, indeed.
2: Did I just say that cartoon is dumb? I meant dope. I'm a little tired. (laughs) uh, My mind is... I just got some news that threw me off a little bit. So I'm a little, I'm
0: just like, well, it's off dumb
3: right dope. It's dumb dope. That yeah. something, that's something somebody would say in New York. Yo, That's dumb hard, son.
0: Yeah. Dumb, so
3: dope.
2: we're getting into, uh, let it rain today. If you have not seen the video, make sure you go check the video out. I believe I put the link to the video in the description um, but if not, if you go to my the home page of this channel, I, I think the video is listed. You can also go to Eshawn Burgundy's page or Zara Royalty's page to see Let It Rain, Eshawn Burgundy, and Zara Royalty, not featuring Zara Royalty and Zara Royalty. It is a get project right. we did together. Okay. Get it right, get it right. So did you want to share before we get into this? Um hold on, I forgot to add my name here. Did you wanna share a story about Let It Rain before we play the um the track and go through it? Or did you wanna just talk through it as we play the lyrics?
3: Let it rain.
2: Mm. I wanna share something I never ever got to share before ever. Like ever. I wanna show it during this live. Okay. I forgot to tell you I wanna do that.
3: Alright, let's do it. You want to do it now or you want you want me to
2: talk a little bit? Let's talk a little bit and then I'll show it. Um, I talked about wanting to show this and I hope I don't cry because it makes me emotional. Um, and I never ever got to show it to anybody. Like nobody ever got to see this. And um, mm-hmm. a while ago I said I wanted to show it. Something happened. I can't remember what happened and I didn't get to show this image. But, oh, you told um, me.
3: You told me. I know what you're talking. I about.
2: did tell yeah. you, yeah, but I can't remember what happened where I didn't do the live to show it. I don't even know what happened, but I guess this is a better time than that time. So we're gonna go through the lyrics of "Let It Rain," um, and then I'll show the picture I never got to show. So okay. let I mean, get a, right? A,
3: a story. Hold up. Let's 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 set it up real quick. Okay. Because. Let it rain was uh, was meant to be an encouragement to us. I mean, other people as well. You know, people. M- many people have had testimonies about that song, saying it is very encouraging. But it was a, it was an encouragement to us uh, first and foremost because we had just suffered what we suffered. You do you wanna yeah. say that or you wanna wait until we get into the lyrics?
2: Um, you can. I think most people know because okay. it's in the lyrics and we also I did a live about it on my channel. I didn't plan to talk about it, but I was like breaking down crying. So I think people know it's not a secret as far okay. as what Let It Rain was about.
3: Right. So Let It Rain, for those right. who don't know, it was about us losing, um two of our children to miscarriage um, and at that point when it when it I guess when I was when I was writing the hook and writing my verse the second one nobody knew about the first one yeah. had, had already had already been made known um, a year prior um, but this one during this time was fairly recent very recent yeah yeah um, can
2: I pause you real quick Sure. what did it make you feel like that we went through that and no one knew like like the first one people knew I can't remember how soon after the first miscarriage where I publicly shared it but the second one we just didn't even share it we didn't tell anybody I was pregnant um we thought that was gonna be our um like what's the word uh, the R word the restoration baby yeah um, yeah. but for whatever reason, we just, it wasn't like a faith issue. Like we don't want to tell. Cause what if it doesn't work? We just didn't tell anybody. Um, but I was chronicling the experience. I was vlogging the experience. Um, I have one thing I want to show you today that I didn't get to share. Um, but we just never made it public. And then we lost that baby. And this, this loss was a lot scarier. How did you feel going through something like that and never being able to not that you weren't able to share publicly? We just did not It wasn't like a plan. It just didn't happen that way. Um, But how did you feel going through that and nobody knowing um, until you drop blooded rain your verse and still people didn't fully understand that verse?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was just. I feel like I had to say something about it um because it was such a i don't know i i i'm just getting to a place now when i'm i'm really able to feel coming from years and years i mean growing up my whole life being numb and so i felt like i had to say something about it just to get, just to express myself Um, and like I said just offer us some hope at that time because it was it was a blow it was shocking it was a blow and uh, I just wanted to make some declarations about that you know just because that happened the Most High still has um, better days for us still has you know this ain't it you know what I'm saying like when we go through hard times, we go through um, situations like that. It's not the end of us. It's not the end of our faith. Um, but it's, it's a great challenge, definitely. But, yeah, like I said, I I felt like I had to say something about it just to get it out and just to pour some life into the situation, speak some life into the situation.
2: Why was it so traumatic, though? I don't think we ever shared this part of the story publicly um with anybody as far as that night that it happened.
3: Um you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, can. yeah, yeah.
3: You know. Yeah, we could talk about it. Um so Well how about what I start this...
2: and then you can right. pick up from because I blacked yeah. out, I don't you know. So yeah. huh, people might think this is crazy. But we got pregnant, we just knew that was our our miracle uh, restoration baby. We just knew it. Well, like, the way Yah is, he says that, you know, whatever the locust ate up, he's going to get you back. Whatever you lost is going to be restored. So in my mind, I know the most high to be incredibly faithful, even when I'm kind of, like, halfway not knowing if he's going to do it. He's, he'll do it for me, even if my faith ain't always where it need to be. So when we got the news that we were pregnant, we were excited, we started planning. The day I found out, I should have brought those videos and showed them when we found out we was pregnant um, and showed that stuff. Cause we were like, what? It was like, it was so unexpected. And that day I went to the store and I got a onesie. I just felt like I needed something to make it feel even more real than the, uh, the uh, nausea that I was feeling. And yeah. so we we did that. Fast forward, we're on our way to a prenatal appointment. This lady was a little weird. Just something about her was weird. And then I had a dream. And in the dream, she was a witch. And um, she was trying to put stuff all over me. And I was standing in a pool. And that dream kind of freaked me out to the point where I already felt like things were weird with her. But when I had that dream, I was like, I don't think she should be my prenatal care. And so we're yeah. on the way to the appointment and she texts me and says, just so you know, when you have your baby, I will be on vacation. Um, Like I won't be working. So it was just some weird thing. And I'm like,
3: I remember that. Yeah, yeah It was yeah.
2: very weird. And I'm like, see, there's another thing. I'm going to leave this alone. So I was like, you know what? Thank you for letting me know then it's probably best that we don't move forward that at that appointment, I was supposed to have an ultrasound. So I still wanted the ultrasound. So we're looking around for like an on-demand ultrasound, um, clinic or place that we could go to. And, you know, they have the ones that are not necessarily medical, but you can just do a walk-in and, you know, see your baby. So I went to this place, you know, where they do little pictures and they they create little, uh, keepsakes from the, um uh, ultrasound stuff I go there she puts the thing on my stomach and at this time I'm supposed to be a certain amount of weeks and this fetus does not look look like that like I'm like I should see a round head little stuff moving yeah and it wasn't even developed fully so I was like whoa
3: And we so were all there
2: with we were with the all camera. there with the camera happy about to see what the most high has done my children. And she, the big TV is up there. And, um, I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, the baby's not alive. And she's going over my stomach, I guess, trying to process, like, how do I tell her this baby's not alive? Like moving as if she's looking and she's like, how, how many weeks did you say you were? Yeah. So this is not the size of the weeks that you are. In other words, This baby's not growing. Something's wrong. I knew the baby was gone. Heart flooded with Mm. hurt. Heart. I'm talking about. I don't have no words. Everybody's sitting here and we're watching this huge screen of this restoration baby who is dead. Don't understand. So fast forward, me and my husband, we walk out. The children are like, really kind of sad. They're kind of like, they want to cry. My husband is like confused. And I go ahead of him because one of our daughters had to go to the bathroom and I'm just talking to the most high. And I'm like, why? What just happened? I'm in shock. And I'm walking down this long hallway. I get on the elevator. I go wait in the car and I'm like, most high, why? Like why? And, um, I'm sitting in the car and I'm in some serious pain. Okay? Serious pain. But um I I like for my children to see me when I'm hurt so that they understand you're not supposed to just be bulletproof strong all the time and understand emotion and empathy, but I didn't want to see want them to see me in that much pain. So I kind of masked yeah. it a little. I had tears. I was they knew I was hurt. But the pain I really felt, I wanted to scream. I wanted to punch something. I wanted to kick. I wanted to cry. I just, I didn't understand. So we drive home. When you get news like that, the drive seems so much longer. Drive is so quiet. And some days go by. And here me and my husband go again. We're going to believe the most high to restore the baby, even though the baby's dead. Yeah, he didn't do it with the first baby. But he got to do it with this baby. Like, this is number two. This is the restoration. He's going to do it and as crazy as it seemed as you know bizarre as it seemed knowing that the first baby didn't make it we were like we're gonna trust the most High to do this fast forward i started kind of like spotting a little heavy and i'm like i need to go to the er go to the er of course they tell me the baby's not alive such such, and such whatever um by that point we had held on for like two and a half weeks with the baby dead in my womb again, just like the first time. If you haven't seen, I did a little documentary on the first time and how that affected my faith. Pretty much did that again. Um nope. that's on my channel somewhere on Zara <coughs> Harrison channel. I'll try to link it after this video. Um so I don't want to do a DNC, which is surgery, and um I take these pills again so that it's like mild form of labor. So I'll go into like contractions and push the baby out naturally by myself at home. My husband's doing stuff with the children, whatever. I'm upstairs waiting to bleed and pass the baby. And then the cramps pick up, pick up, pick up. I noticed that my bleeding is a little heavy but the first one was really heavy. So I wasn't alarmed because of the first time it was a lot of blood and i wasn't totally conscious and i wish the doctor would have told me if you fill up more than one pad in one hour go to the hospital he didn't tell me that i was filling up pads that were about this long like ultra really long overnight thick pads in maybe almost less than an hour just filling up with blood filling up with blood and I was getting weaker and weaker and more and more tired. So I was just like trying to sleep it off, which is kind of part a bad, bad idea. But again, they didn't explain it to me fully. The first time they didn't even tell me that, that if you experience a certain level of bleeding to call the doctor, go to the ER. They didn't tell me that. So um, I am in the bed. My husband This is finally throughout comes the night. Throughout the night. I'm just getting up, passing blood and clots, laying back down. Getting up, passing up, blood and clots, changing my pad, laying down, crying, questioning what happened, asking the most High to help me, hurt, crying, passing blood, clots, pieces of the baby, out, laying down, just all night. This time I get up and I, I kind of was like, like I couldn't walk that much. I was like, man, I feel like really weak. I'm kind of like holding on to the table. I mean, not the table, the wall holding on to the wall. I get to the toilet. I sit down and I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I can't breathe. It The room is like spinning and I just start confessing I'm going to be okay. It's okay. And I just went black. And you could pick up the story from there. I'll be right back. I got to get my charger while you do that. So if you don't hear me respond to you, it's because I'm going to get my charger.
3: Yeah. So, like my wife was explaining, <clears throat> it's a process that started, I, I guess, uh, late in, late in the afternoon that day, when she took the the pills to to to, to you know to make the baby to make the the uh, the dead fetus come out of the body for her to pass pass it. Um, so yeah, throughout the day, she, she, she been, you know, bleeding, filling up pads. when it came to the, to at night, when we lay down for bed, she was already in the bed, but I came and I laid down next to her and I would just, I would just try not to doze off. Um, even if I dozed off a little bit, every time she got up, I would get up with her and just walk over to the restroom with her and stand next to the door. Um, because I really didn't want her to feel like she was alone during this whole process, and so i don't I don't know how many times we got up throughout the night till you know I don't know maybe four in the morning was the last the last time this time I had gotten up with her every time, but this last time um, I was like she should be okay and I laid there, she got up, I, w- I got up, you know, she got out of the bed, and walked over to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, she should be okay. I lay back down and I fell asleep. I fell back to sleep. As I'm asleep, you know, she went in there and that's when, you know, she just explained what happened. In my sleep and it's only by the grace of the Most High that I heard her making this noise. It was just this noise, like mm, it was like this moaning. It was, but it was it, it it was faint and it was subtle. It wasn't loud, but I heard it. And I get out of the bed, like when I first heard it, I didn't know, you know. I'm thinking maybe you know she's just she might be in a little pain, but it just something was different about it. So I rushed out of the bed. Ran over to the bathroom, and I looked, and her body was just like limp, sitting there on the toilet, and I just lost it, cause I, cause her, her face was down, and I'm like trying to trying to wake her up, and it was just no response, and so immediately I just started pleading the blood over her, I started screaming at Y'all in the Yah, in in the name of Yahusha, save my wife, put my hand on her forehead, and I was like save my wife save my wife save my wife y'all yeah. and i'm just you know trying my best to just wrap my head around what's happening because it was it was a great shock i i had no clue and i've never you know we never been through anything like that before i was it, it was wild I, I screamed to start um waking up my children telling them to come in cuz i wanted them to call 911 and so i grabbed my phone um they didn't they didn't have phones I grab my phone, and I'm calling 911. I'm on the phone with the lady, and I could not remember. I'm, I come, I come right back next to my wife, and I'm standing here, and I'm, I'm uh, my hand still on her, and I'm still praying over her and everything. But then when the lady picked up for 911, I could not remember my address for nothing. She's like, "Where are you? What's going on?" I'm trying to get my words together. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in shock. And then I tell her the address. I'm not even sure if it was right. And as I'm telling her the address, my wife wakes up. <clears throat> and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm on the phone with 911. What do you mean? What that am
2: I clear? I was You said. Out. What?
3: Wait a minute. What What are you doing? Who are you, who who you calling?"
2: It was like, like it was I'm- all this sweat dripping from the front. I was still, my head still hung over. So I didn't know what happened Slowly my eyes opened And just I just remember salty sweat Just going down some going to my mouth And feeling overheated And I hear him No I hear the lady first Saying what's your address sir Or something And he's like uh something And that, and I'm like Who are you calling Who are you on the phone with Like what, just, what is going on yeah. And I'm like, I'm calling 911. What do you mean?
3: What's what am I doing? And um, yeah, that was it.
2: That and was the. he wanted me to go to the hospital and something in me was like, if I go, what if I don't come back? Because people at this time were going into the hospital in the heat of the pandemic. And not coming yes, out, indeed. going yes, into indeed. the hospital didn't even have COVID, but we're not coming out. Yeah, and I was like, I obviously needed a blood transfusion. I ain't missing with no blood. I don't. It, I just I couldn't really think straight, but I was thinking straight enough to know I don't want to go there, especially at this time. Not at this time. And he's like, "What? What do you mean?" And I'm like, "No, just, just hang on the." Phone. Just hang out the phone. Like, couldn't hardly breathe. And he's looking like, Are you crazy? Like, but he's still trying to gather himself because he's never, ever seen me in a position, a state like that, like ever. And um, I was like, It's okay. Just hang out the phone. Just, it'll be, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. So uh, I come to, you know, blood just every which is I mean just coming out like when I look back it was only the most high that saved me because I probably should have died because I lost way too much blood and I was sick for a while after that it didn't people couldn't tell and it didn't look like it but for a while after that I wasn't I wasn't doing well and after that second miscarriage I even bled for um, let me see yeah. uh, almost six or seven months yeah and um we had went to the continent so the medical care there is a little bit different so all i could do to depend on my physical and emotional healing was depend on y'all like it was nobody really to help me you know what i mean so I just bled and bled and bled for months and months and months and cried and cried and cried for months and, months and months and months and looked at other people carrying their new babies and pregnant women all around me bleeding. And that's what let it rain came out of. Mm. Yeah. And, um, so mm. I wrote my verse to let it rain about, I want to say three weeks after that three or four weeks after that so I was still pretty hurt um, and
4: yeah.
2: what I was going through it was not I wrote Let It Rain very fresh off of that experience um, we shot the video of course like months later but when I wrote that verse I was going to Target and I was driving and um, my husband kept sending me the um, like these reminders like you gotta write your verse for this you gotta write your verse for this <laughs> And I'm like, okay, we do have this deadline and we have this goal to complete this project. Um, So, okay, so I'm playing it in the car. I was actually driving a a truck at that time. We had rented a truck for something. And um, I'm playing it. And then the lines just start coming to me. And then I had to sit in the parking lot and put my little, uh, what you call it? errands on hold because it was flow it was just flowing i was like oh man i didn't even i'm like i don't even got a pen because you know my husband he writes a lot in his phone but i like paper and pen or pencil like i like to write it i want to feel it come out my fingers like and i'm like man i'm trying to find a pen and i'm just like dang i gotta use the daggone phone i don't like writing my verses like that but to remember it i had to so i'm just pausing it in the car and then writing, and I'm going back, and I just started writing it, and um, yeah, that's how Let it, Rain, "Let it Rain" came. But for you, for your verse, I think you wrote your verse. I don't. When did you write your verse for "Let It Rain"? How soon after that?
3: It may have been, may have been two weeks, two or three weeks after that, maybe. So
2: it's probably around the same time.
3: Yeah, because we recorded it. I think I recorded my verse while we were still in America. And then you recorded yours while we were here in Africa, right? No.
2: No, I did that in in America because I remember when I came home, I was like, you got to hear this. I was like, it hurt, but this came out crazy. And I'm talking about recording I think we recorded it here. I'm about to get to that. So I played it in the kitchen and the children were listening to the rough copy that I did. And I was like, I got to record this while I feel like this. Like, I, I need to record this. And then we mm. went and recorded it, like, soon after that. I it, That was in America. when I
3: recorded Oh, we did? That. Okay. Maybe I just did the mix and everything in Africa and then we shot the video. But, so, yeah.
2: let's listen to Let It Rain and hear it from that perspective. All right. This is letter rain we'll Let's down the do it will break for y'all Brighter days coming i can see it dawning
1: we weather the a- father on every song that i get on And a hand of a father i will come save us from chip tone i'm a sin survivor so much wrong i've done i should have been gone but his mercy is
0: what happened
2: i said did you want to talk about that verse or you wasn't listening those parts of those I, lyrics listen, i thought you were gonna play the
3: whole whole record but Okay. Yeah, we, we can we go break it
2: piece down by. piece
3: by piece. Sometimes we, you know, play the whole song first, but When did
2: okay. we play the whole song first?
3: The first couple of times. <laughs> we, we did. Played the whole song. Yeah,
2: I don't remember that. I remember starting one with, of the uh, lives and it was in the front of the live, but I don't remember playing the whole song first. Yeah. With Spirit Willing Okay.
3: With Spirit Willing we played the video first. Then we broke it down.
2: Do you want me to um, take it back or do you remember where we I'm were, still I on thought. what I've been on. Yeah,
3: take still it back. Still
2: honor the father on every song that still I get Still honor this. the
3: father on every song that
2: I get on. I'm a sin survivor, something, something. So much wrong yep, I they should was... have been going.
1: So
2: you want me to take it back? <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, the secret down and I'm up on my feet now. I was a pride got defeat now. I'm a prodig of redemption, and my soul gotta
3: Man. That song feels so good, though. brighter day's coming, I can see
1: it and We weather the storm right now. Water for my garden, blessing keep falling, and it keeps pouring down. Let it rain.
2: I mean, I guess we should break down the hook first.
3: Yeah. Let's do that. Brighter days coming. What's the next line?
2: Brighter days coming. We weather the storm right now. No, I can feel it Yeah, Brighter
3: days coming. I can feel it dawning. We weather the storm.
2: Blessing for my garden. And it keep pouring (laughs) down.
0: I don't know why. So y'all, we, the
3: we, we 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 haven't listened to this song in in Been a, a while. minute. Normally, see, normally in America, we would be in our car and we drive and we listen to music and we listen to all, you know whatever we want to listen to, and a lot of times we would listen to our own music in a car. But now it, it's Uber every day, so we don't get you know listening to music in a car is a thing um, that we're not used to. Really anymore? That's why you know when we come on here, we listen to these records. It'd be the first time we heard it in a, in a minute. So, brighter days coming. I can see it dawning. We weather the storm it's right storm now. Right so now. yeah. So brighter days is coming. That's a that's a declaration. Like no, brighter days is coming. You know we weather. You know I can see it dawning. Like I can see it on the horizon. I see it coming. Um, I trust the word of the Mosai. I trust that He has what's good for us ahead of us, and these things that we go through is not going to destroy us or 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 hinder us in a in a major way. Um, so we weather the storm right now. Whatever whatever the storm is right now, whatever thing we're going through right now, whatever obstacles in our way right now, we're gonna weather it. Meaning we're going we're gonna push through it. We're gonna press in, press forward, and and not let it hold us back. We weather the storm right now. I can see. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's when I say, I can see it dawning. Take it back. I'm sorry. I
2: can't on this Let's feature, get the words. I have to. I can only pause okay. it. I can't rewind. I can see it dawning. So y'all know the lyrics in the comment section for the to the hook. Let us know. I could get it offline, but every time I open another tab, it messes the live stream up. So I don't even want to play with it because then it'll start doing what it did last time.
3: Well, we'll 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 revisit it the next time the hook comes up. When I say um, and it's still pouring down, I said water for my garden. That's what it is. This is water for our garden. Experiences, challenges. These things that come, um, I'm saying, like, it's like water for your faith. These are opportunities to believe. I always say, um, well, I, I've said it from time to time, but I, I, I'll say it again. The times that we're living in right now is the moment that a lot of us as believers, these are the moments that we said we would be prepared for if they were to happen years ago you know for us that's in like this rap uh at one point it was just the chh christian rap uh genre a lot of the the declarations made in the music is you know like i'm gonna stand tall i'm gonna stand bold i'm gonna stand on my faith no matter what come i'm gonna face the devil i'm gonna face these trials all of this stuff that we've declared in this music um for so many years this the way the state of the world right now Is a time when it really, it it really matters. Your faith really matters. And so in this particular situation that we just discussed with y'all, we was feeling that, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, this is where your faith matters. So these things, they come, it's going to challenge you. And at the end of the day, it's going, it's going to give you something. It's going to give you an obstacle that you can push past and still maintain your faith in the most high. You know, it's, it's, it's going to water your faith. It's going to increase it. It's not going to. It's not going to diminish it. You know, whatever the enemy, when any bring trials upon you, is to try to su- suffocate you, stifle you, take away your faith. You know what I mean? But we know, as seeds of the Most High, when we get buried, it just make us grow. We get buried I think by It suffocate.
2: reminds me of the um, scripture, like, "What would separate us from the love of the Most High?" You know, and it starts to list some things that would do that you know um yeah will it be famine will it be and these are not within the list but famine death lack uh relationship ending like does that make you separate from that love and people can look at it in two different ways as it's not going to separate the most high from you um some people look at it in that way like nothing will remove his love from you and that's what they you know that's how they see it. And then there are other people who see it. Like I can't allow anything to separate me from the love of the most high. Um, and I think this song was that for us because it was very painful. It was, it's, um, some things are so painful. They're actually temptations for you to walk away from your faith. And I know many people who have, um, the pain is, the pain blinds them from seeing the love of the Most High. It makes them believe that scriptures like He can turn everything into good and work everything for your good if you belong to Him. They're like, nah, I don't, I don't see that, and I'm not going to. You're hearing my verse. I was at the door of that, um, even though it was temporary, because I think even when you, if I get my head back right. I'm not going to from for the most high. It's like when you argue with your spouse and you just, in the heat of that argument, you just, you feel certain emotions that can make you believe you want to handle it a certain way. And then when you calm down and it subsides, you behave differently. They say scientifically that anger actually like blocks your brain from working rationally. Like it actually it shuts rationality down. So you're it not does. even thinking rationally. It and does. with that anger, you but can't think clearly.
3: Anything. And
2: I think that um, That's where I know for me that's where I was Because of that experience and let it rain I was there and I wanted to share that As believers you feel like that Sometimes like people got on me Like you shouldn't think that way about the most high That's disrespectful to feel that I'm like how are you gonna tell me how to feel Like how are you gonna First of all I don't even necessarily control An emotion when, when it starts I can control it when I realize It's happening but I can't turn, I can't create emotion on why, what I wanted to do. Some things, they happen and you just, it's your natural response to something and then you you work with it then. But how can, how can you tell someone not to feel the way that they're feeling, you know? And yeah. a lot of people were saying that to me about Let It Rain. I got a lot of negative comments when I put a video up talking about my experience and saying that I was being disrespectful to the Most High and what I said in my verse. What I was saying in that live, um, that I didn't have faith and all that. I'm like, man, I don't have faith for somebody to be that close to wanting to turn away and say, you know what, I'm going, I'm a turn back. That's faith. What do you mean? Faith is not never being tempted to be faithless. It's when you are tempted to still choose ya despite indeed. any circumstance. So indeed,
3: yeah. indeed, when you come to yourself. Like the disciples, and say, "Where, where else will we go? <laughs> like, where else I'm gonna go, yeah?" When he said it to, to Yahushua, like, "It ain't nowhere else to go." So yeah, now nah, you're right. Having that moment, but you, but you, you got to come to that place, you know. And when you, when you, you know, your emotions allow you to feel things. And you're right. You can't control how you feel in a moment. You can't control how something makes you feel. But you can make a decision as to what you're going to do after that feeling, after you have that feeling. And that's the important thing, you know? So, yeah.
2: All right, let's pick it back up. I'm still on what
1: I've been on. Still honor the father on every song that I get on In the hand of the father, I will come save us from chiptone I'm a sin survivor, so much wrong I've done, I should have been gone But it's mercy So I'm
3: still on what I've been on Still honor the father on every song that I get on That was coming off of all of the backlash, you know, from the from the most recent project and us, you know, publicly acknowledging that we are Israelites and everything that came along with that. So I had to just remind people who are who think being, you know, saying you're Israelite or recognizing that you're Israelite now means that you believe you got a whole totally different religion. You got a whole totally different way of living and thinking. And 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 it's just something that's a lot of people who have no idea what that understanding is, they call it heresy. And so I had to just remind people like, nah, I'm still on what I've been on. Still honor the father on every song that I get on. The same Ishan that you've been hearing for a decade now, I'm still here. My love for the father is still strong. My dedication to the father and his will, still strong. You know, that's what you want. these this is what you're gonna hear in my music forever. They ain't never changing. So I'm still on what I've been on. Still under the Father in every song that I get on. in the arms of the Father. So I messed up on that line. Nobody knows this. That line was supposed to be in the arms in the in the arms of the Potter, not the Father. I said <laughs> well, father, the father, but he is I, the Potter. He is the Potter. What <laughs> I meant to say in the in the hands of the Potter. But I said, in the hands of the father, Abba, uh, please save us Come from Chitong. You know, anybody know about Chitton, that's wrong. Um, I'm a sin survivor. So much wrong I've done, I should have been gone. You know, all of us, you know what I'm saying, can attest to everything that we've done before coming to know it, who it is that we were violating all of this time. Like when I found out that I was literally, literally living in sin against the most high and I found out what his scripture says, what his commands, and I looked at my life up until that point, I think I was about 20 at that time, 19. I'm like, man, for 19 years, I've been in complete disobedience. And so, excuse me, if that being the case, i should I should have been gone should have been took me out i have been qualified to lead, but thank God for his grace and his mercy, so we can go to the next one
1: it's on and let me to keep going.
3: Nah, you can stop it there. um I said, his, I, I think I said, his grace is on speed now I think you
2: said, his, I think you said, his mercy is on speed dial. oh His mercy,
3: his mercy is on speed dial. I mean, um, I'm on
2: my feet now.
3: Now I'm up. I'm on my feet now. A product of yeah. redemption, and
2: my soul got a
3: receipt now. Yeah, my product of redemption. My soul got. A Receipt now. Yeah, that's just about the, the father's mercy picking you up, you know, saving you when you don't do anything deserving of that saving. He make a way for you, put you back on your feet and give you an opportunity to turn away from what you was once in, what you once loved. And um, set you up for a future of. Uh, of obedience. So, yeah, that's pretty much what those lines is about.
1: Know where to be found. We went from milk to meat. Now we're from living on the edge. The grace that's above our heads. Nothing defiling our beds. Our sheets are anointed instead. I got stories <laughs> about that.
3: So that's just pretty much talking about how that part. That's when I start talking about me and you. And, um,
1: man, what's that line?
2: I wish, I'm going to email them and ask them, like, can y'all please make it so I can, like, rewind and fast forward with this feature? Because it's only play and stop
3: and pause. Man, I just forget the line that it just said. Because I'm thinking about what I was thinking about when I was writing it. Um, But then I'm trying to remember the actual lyrics as well.
2: I said last time I was going to print your lyrics out, but oh my gosh, it's it's just been so much going on behind the scenes. By the time we get to do the live, man, but, yeah. and my printer is not hooked up right now, but,
3: but I said something about um, my bed is not defiled.
2: Our sheets are anointed instead. Yeah, our um,
3: sheets are anointed instead.
2: Let me see. I'm going to go on this other tab. Let me just see real quick. Every time I go on another tab and start acting dumb, I'm going to just try to get your lyrics real quick.
3: All uh, right. My bad, y'all. Lyrics, for me, like when I write them, I normally record it immediately after. Normally, most times. Um, I write it and I record it. So I never memorize it. unless I have to do a show or something like that, then I'll go ahead and and try to memorize it in preparation for that. But for me, once, once the lyrics are out, I'm done. I pour it out, I'm done. And I don't listen to the music enough to remember um, the lyrics. So, Exactly. For those who listen to the music a lot, y'all probably know the lyrics better than I do.
2: Why do they not have the lyrics listed on, whatchamacallit? It says lyrics not available. You didn't put the lyrics in for this? Um. Yeah, the lyrics ain't coming in on nothing. Shazam, Genius, none of these things. Really? I guess you forgot to put it in, huh?
3: I don't yeah, ever put them in Genius. In. There is, oh, there, there's this. a group of people who always put the lyrics in Genius. Maybe they.
2: Hmm. It's saying that there are no lyrics available. Everything I'm working really? on is saying not available. Hold on, let me. Tr- that's very strange. They got lyrics for this. What it is, they don't have it for.
3: Really. <laughs> oh, that's strange.
2: You just got some songs, not not all. Really? But I don't know. I guess we'll just try to remember. Unless you got it, unless you want to pause real quick and send them to me, and um, in a text or something. If you have them in your phone, and then I can read them back to you.
3: Yeah, let me do that.
2: Alright y'all, so while he does that ooh, I will show you Oh, excuse me I did not mean to burp I don't know why he went all the way off That's weird Um, I guess he'll be back So I guess I'll show y'all what I wanted to I've been wanting to show for a long time I never got a chance to show it One, cause the baby passed And then two, because um, Whatever live I said I was gonna show it I just, I don't know why I just didn't do it um and I hope the stream is not messing up I told y'all whenever I go into another tab it it starts to act crazy but when I found out that I was pregnant with the second baby that we lost um one of the things I forgot to do uh with the first baby was a certain announcement photo you know how you have a baby or whatever and then they do like the little announcement photos Um, And, oh, my gosh, I hope that nobody comes in here not knowing what we're talking about, see me show this picture, and then start saying stuff. (laughs) Because, like, congratulations, and you got to pay attention. You got to know stuff in context. Um, But I wanted to share this pregnancy announcement photo that I never got to share um, with the first one. And then the second one, we just knew we were gonna have that one. So I was like, let let me take the photos. It was probably a week or two after we found out we were pregnant with the second baby that we lost. And um, I was like, I'm gonna take this picture and this is how I'm gonna announce that we are adding an addition to our family. So this is a picture I never got to share. And even though I never got to have that baby, this was the actual picture that I was going to show to everybody. That was all I'm tearing up. That was my two tests and they are Mm. both positive. And I was going to put that on my social media with some beautiful, clever caption about Restoration, and we lost this baby, and now look, this this baby was also not planned, very unexpected, and I was just so ready to share what would come out of that, and um, I never knew when I would when I took this picture that that baby wouldn't end up. I would never meet that baby. Uh, I, I didn't. I was the furthest thing from my mind. But that was a picture that I never got to show and I'm glad to finally share it with y'all. So that was that. You ready?
3: Remember you took that picture right in the bathroom.
2: That was in our bedroom.
3: <laughs> that was That wasn't the that bathroom. Was in
2: our bedroom. No, that mm. was in our bedroom. Oh. That's why you can see the wall, the uh the picture on our bed behind the bed yeah. behind us in the picture. Right,
3: right, right. I wasn't there when you took it, but I remember you showed me when I came home.
2: So, Hmm. I have your lyrics. Um, We paused at uh, But the mercy is on speed dial and I'm up on my feet now. I was a product of defeat now. I'm a product of redemption and my soul got a receipt now. The poor are the elite now. The rich know where to be found. We move from milk to meat now. Went from living on the edge to grace that's above our heads. Never defiling our bed. Our sheets are anointed instead. I got some stories about death. But I'm too blessed to be stressed. I don't remember where I stopped at.
3: Take it back a little bit.
2: Uh which from where?
3: Be- before I start talking about you and I.
2: Um where? What go line? back
3: a few lines. From from uh the bed being anointed. Or uh, she's anointed.
2: The poor are the elite now.
3: The poor are the elite now.
2: The rich are nowhere to be found. We moved on from milk to meat now. We're from living on the edge to grace that's above our heads. Yeah.
3: So that's um, the poor are the elite now. that's in reference to um, the restoration of, of Yah's people. Restor- and, um, the restoration of Yah's people and it kind of speaks to the days that we're in right now, being, being as though this is the last days we're in the midst of it. Um, so, so just talking about how the tables are turning. So when I say the, the, the poor, the elite now, the poor, blessed are the poor, the meek, um, blessed are the poor. Um, The scripture also talks about the meek inheriting the earth. Um, and so, pretty much, just, just kind of talking about that when the, uh, the rich are nowhere to be found, the people who uh, place all of their everything, their identity and who they are, into how much money they have, you know, those type of people aren't in that position anymore. You can't find those people. We're just talking about how the faith, our faith, that's the thing that's, that's gonna become dom- dominant. That's what what has value in these days. When the Messiah comes, nobody cares how much money you got in your account. Nobody cares how much paper you have, how much jewelry you have, how many cars you have, what's your house look like, how many houses you have. Like Nobody's gonna care about any of those things. Those things are not gonna matter at all. So people who are considered to be rich now, um, are not gonna be able to be found. But the ones who are considered to be poor, poor in spirit, blessed or poor in spirit, they're gonna be the ones that that rise. The tables will be turned, the last shall be first. Uh, The tail will be the head, you know what I'm saying? What's the line after that?
2: nothing to fall on our bed our sheets are anointed instead i got some stories about death but i'm too blessed to be stressed
3: right so just talking about being a, being set apart seeking to please the most high um not doing anything to 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 defile our union um being a husband and a wife that's that's uh a faithful and committed husband and wife that smiled upon by the most high. And I said, I got some stories about death, but I'm too blessed to be stressed. So that's when I get into talking about uh, the miscarriages and how like, yeah, that's a part of me. That's a part of my story, a part that i never ever thought would be a part of my story or my family's story But unfortunately, um, it is. I mean, it was I've heard so many stories. My mother had a miscarriage. I've known plenty of people throughout the years who have had miscarriages. Um, And for what I'm told, it's pretty common in our community. Um, But nothing, there was nothing ever in me that thought that would be our story. Nothing like I never, I, mm, even I just with never all the
2: statistics and the things they tell you, and you know, you, you just
3: don't T- think. Just, I just like, you know, not us, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, you know, that that won't be us, you know, yeah, that happens to people, unfortunately, but you know, it's not gonna happen to us. And so, when it did, major blow. But um, so in that line, I just like, yeah, I got some stories about that, but I'm too blessed to be stressed. Like, we're we just going to keep, we're going to acknowledge the blessings. We're going to keep pressing on. We're going to keep moving forward and not let uh, these these things get us down. You know what I mean? And what's the line after that? too blessed to be stressed but i'm too
1: blessed to be stressed am i upset yes but i see him again when i resurrect see when his seeds in the ground they get immediate crowns in the new jerusalem
3: we'll see him smile true love a bounce, but it's been so what was the line before that read the lyrics back am
2: i upset yet am i upset am I... yes but i'll see him again when i resurrect
3: when it sees in the ground they get immediate crowns yeah and am I upset yes, but I and see him again when them. I resurrect like just deter being determined to think positive um and not dwell in that place of hurt pain um and so yeah that that was just me kind of just making up my mind like we're gonna see them again you know so I said when it sees in the ground they get immediate crowns. You know what I mean? So when, it, when an innocent soul dies, I mean, it's my belief, you're gonna be with the father. There is no sin to, uh, to keep you from him. You're a living soul. Um, for our first, our first baby, we heard a heartbeat by the grace of the Most High. The second one we know was alive um. So these are two living souls that had no sin, that had nothing blocking them from the glory of the Most High, being present with the Most High. So just realizing that, man, one day we'll get a chance to meet those babies. Yeah. Hallelujah. And get immediate crowns. What I say after that, immediate crowns line.
2: In the new Jerusalem we'll see them smile, true love abounds.
3: In the new Jerusalem we'll see them smile, true love abounds. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. And what's the last one? The last line.
1: Sweet it's me and my queen. We want them now. But I can't believe when I remember that heartbeat on that ultrasound. That's my child.
3: Yeah, it's bittersweet. It's bitter. You know, it hurts. In a moment, it hurts. Losing two children, man, like that's, that hurts. That hurts in a moment. But it's, you know, I say, I say bittersweet because, you know, like I just said, you know, we'll get a chance to see him again. We'll get a chance to see those smiles. We'll get a chance to embrace them to Father willing.
2: <coughs> you didn't send me the hook. I know you wanted to go over the
3: hook again. I didn't send you the hook.
2: Before we played it again.
3: But then I said, I remember hearing that, that heartbeat and that ultrasound. That's my child. Heard that heartbeat. For Anna. that, and that heart was beating. That, that heart was beating. It sounded real healthy. Real healthy. That was a beautiful moment. So brighter days coming. Well, just play the hook, play the hook, and then we'll go over it as we listen to it.
1: Brighter days coming, I can see it dawning. We weather the storm right now. Water for my garden, blessing keep falling, and it keeps pouring down. Stop it there.
3: I said water for my garden, blessing keep falling, and it keeps pouring down. Yeah. These are... Uh, you know what? This the 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 things that we went through, the things that we've been through really our, our entire life, these are testimonies and these are things we get a chance to talk about and shed light on, um, share perspective on that can be very helpful um, for other people. Even in this moment right now with us talking about this, a lot of y'all can relate to what we're talking about because like I said, it's a common thing within our community. Um, And maybe you need encouragement. Maybe you need to be reassured um, that the Most High is gonna see you through this, that it is a brighter day on the other side of it. It is, it is, these things aren't uh in vain you know you can't they, they they don't just happen to you and then that's it like it's, it's something to be taken from every circumstance we see us so that we find ourselves in whether it's a, a favorable one or whether it's one that's less favorable um there's something to be taken from it life is a journey and there are parts and portions of the journey that uh like i said less favorable less desirable um but all in all, with a relationship with the most high, he's able to do something, he's able to make something good, bring something good out of out of everything that comes to us that may be meant for evil. He's able to turn it for either our own good or for the good of someone else. So nevertheless, you know, whatever happens to us is a blessing. And if you are a child of the most high, it's gonna be something that he uses um to bless someone or bring bring glory to himself. So when I say water for my garden, blessing keep falling and it keeps pouring down. Yeah. We take these things and we turn them around. We find an opportunity to praise, find an opportunity to bless his name, find an opportunity in this to give him glory. Hallelujah.
0: Now, your will be done I guess it wasn't your will I'm feeling salty now Forgetting all the requests That you answered Got trouble seeing now Help me see you, y'all Cause my-
3: You want to cover all of that? It's a lot of lyrics
2: Cause I can't hit this Like line by line That's why I don't really Listen to this song like that
4: <sighs> Yeah
2: so i'm gonna do it in chunks because i i just i'm not i feel like i needed to say what i needed to say on this verse for my own healing and for the healing of other people so that they will have someone who identifies with their pain but i don't really like revisiting this and we're really only revisiting it because we're doing it for this series on the podcast um but my can you put some seed in this ground now that i would be seeing you by now Was obviously not like seeing the live baby Because I wrote this so close to having the miscarriage um, after the fact But it was I should be seeing you a lot fuller on the ultrasound than I did And now I will never have that moment with either of those babies um, Especially since I'm due some fruit from the kingdom That kingdom come now Mm. that kingdom come now is like waiting for the most high it's painful sometimes like waiting for his kingdom and everything that comes with it is really painful sometimes Um, and I felt as though I was due some fruit from the Kingdom, because when the seed is planted, this is what the Most High ordained for it to do that kingdom come now, because this is what it's supposed to do um, that will be done, um especially if' some fruit from the kingdom, that kingdom come now, your will be done um, I remember when I was younger, uh my grandmother used to say, "Um, whenever you um." Whenever you petition the most high, always make sure that you ask him for his will. Because you want his will more than you want your will. Even if it hurts. And so, I'm like, this is supposed to be your will, I thought. Um... Be fruitful and multiply for your people. That's not happening. So I put your will be done. I guess it wasn't your will. I'm feeling salty now. And um, forgetting all the requests that you answered, got trouble seeing now. When you had that kind of pain, because again, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes story like the nights of carrying a dead baby around trusting the most high to bring him back to life most people when they get the miscarriage they're in denial but they'll go ahead and get the procedure that they need to get done because it's like this crazy feeling of oh my gosh knowing this life in you is no longer living and you're just walking around with it inside of you Like, you can't just get it out. You know what I mean? You have to have a procedure done to get it out because it's not going to come out the way that you expected it. And so most people want to get that out immediately of them so they can start the healing process. And the first time that we had the miscarriage that I did feel like that, I'm like, let's just get it out. Like, let's just, I want to hold on to the baby. But at the same time, I, I just, this is weird walking around knowing that something dead is inside of my womb. Like, just walking around like that. Going to work, knowing, you know what I mean? Even sometimes before people can get that procedure scheduled, they're going to the store, they're cooking dinner for their family, they're doing whatever, walking around with this dead baby that they really wanted inside of them. It's like you can't, it's it's a feeling you can't eat. Only if you go through it, you know what that feels like. And you're in touch with your feelings because some people detach from their feelings so they don't know the, the depth of feeling that, what that feels like to your core. And, um... I'm feeling salty now for getting all the requests that you answered. Um, I was very salty. Like I was, I was mad at y'all. I was. I was like, "Show me the sin that I'm in. I will repent." Like I'm not. While I'm trusting the Most High to wake this baby up, I'm also <clears throat> repenting of every sin I can think of and asking Him if it's something I can't. Recall, or I don't know, I'm not aware of. Show me, I will repent. I have no problem. Please, please, please. Begging him, bring this baby back to life. And for weeks, I'm taking the kids to the children to the amusement park and to the pool and just all kind of stuff going through this inside of my body. This dead baby, the sack again is growing. And so, you see that I'm pregnant but the baby inside of the sack is not growing. And I didn't know that that could happen. That's why the first miscarriage, when we were believing for the most how to wake that baby up, I thought that the petitions were working because my stomach started growing. And that that was just a blow because the doctor was like, yeah, the sack is growing, but not the baby. And I'm like, how can that be? He's like, yeah, that can happen. The sack can grow and the, and the baby doesn't. So that was like that hurt you know so the second time i knew that just because my my belly was getting bigger didn't mean the baby was alive but i was still hoping that the most high would like make that baby wake up and so um i was very salty and in those times you forget what the most high has already answered for you you forget every other prayer petition you can count the thousands of petitions from the time you could talk and ask him something to that very moment that that pain happened. You forget all the other things that he answered. And all you can focus on is this one that he did not. And mm. that's where I was. I was not caring about anything else that he did answer. I was so broken that he didn't answer this one. And I couldn't figure out why. And um, that made me That, I won't say angry, I wasn't really as angry as I was hurt, as I was heartbroken. Like my relationship with the Most High for me is everything. I trust him, that's my father. I don't have a father in this life who loves me like him. I don't have a father in this life who I can call on, who I can trust with my heart. I don't have a father that I can trust with my heart. And I'm like, here's my heart. Here's my request. You're not gonna hurt that. You're not gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna do what people do. And when he didn't answer to me in the way that I thought he should, it broke my heart. It broke my heart. Um got trouble seeing now. Help me see you, y'all. I couldn't see in that time. You know, my husband was like trying to stay positive. You hear the end of his verse and he's like saying all these things about, um, you know, being blessed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. You know, it was for him, it was a lot different than it was for me because I felt that baby. I was one with that child. I was carrying that child while it was alive and when it died. And for me, that wasn't something I could just get over that like that, that wasn't, I was not ready to think positive. Um, I was just like, I am not there and nobody better make me be there until I'm ready. Like that's the stance that I had. Anybody that came at me sideways about, you need to be, you know, thankful. Is it like all that religious trauma and disregarding someone's pain? I stay far away from people like that. I was like, I only want to be around people that can weep with me and let me hurt for a little while. Just let me hurt. I'm not, gonna get over this that fast like you want me to and it has nothing to do with whether I'm respecting the most high or not because I'm not disrespecting him with my hurt he's aware of it um I wasn't making comments about the most high I had questions oh I had some questions I had some um it wasn't even like doubts it was just like okay i need to explore some answers to the depths of what i feel because i don't even have an answer for it i never looked at life in this way, and now i need some answers from you and um, i mean you
3: you you said you said before not to cut you off <clears throat> and this is how it was during this whole process um but just like you said a minute ago you're wondering like where's the sin? because when we go to scripture and we see these things happen, we see miscarriages, we see people lose babies in scripture, especially um, David and Bathsheba um, in particular, it's like there was a sin involved. So your whole thing at the time, and my thing as well was like, okay, what, how how did this make it pass? Like, how, how did this happen to us? What happened? What door was left open? What sin was committed? What was done to make this a reality for us?
4: Twice.
3: Because it was unbelievable. <clears throat> and, and especially a second time around. Whoa, like what's what's really going on? And so that that's, you know, and I I, I think people in our society. When this when this thing happened, because it's such a common thing. People just chalk it up to, hey, it happens. happens. But for you... Why are you, you hurting?
2: It's so common. Why are you hurting? Right. You already went through this once. What's, right. what, what's the big deal?
3: But for you, it's like, I want to get to the root of this so that it doesn't happen again. Like, I don't, I don't want this to ever... Like, I want to know why what happened happened. I want to repent if I need to repent. I want to deal with whatever needs to be dealt with, and I want to make sure that this, you know, if, if it's if it's on me, if it's on if it's on us, we want to make sure that this is not something that happens again in the future.
2: So, mm. yeah, some people can be really insensitive um, and just so religious. That's why I don't like religion because I don't think religion has anything to do with the Most High Yod. That's a man-made system man-made. that has been set up man-made to control system. people with tradition and manipulation and my relationship with the most high don't go like that he don't manipulate me he doesn't control me and it's not a system it's an actual relationship and um for me when something like that happens because people were like um you know um you're not gonna know why you there's you because they were like you're perfectly healthy we don't we don't understand what happened like we're checking your womb this there's like nothing's wrong with you you're actually like the perfect candidate to have a baby. We don't understand why this happened to you. And, um, but you're just never going to know. Like when we can't figure out a health condition or a related illness or something like that, you'll just never know. For me, I know the one who knows everything. Don't tell me I'll never know. So I'm like, father, we need to talk. What am I doing wrong? Or what, what opened the door to this? Why are you allowing this? You know, And I talk about it later in the verse where the blind man, you know, he was blind just for that miracle that day to just to say that, like, so he's born that way for that moment. And I'm like, is this just for a moment that you want to use? Are you going to trust me to talk about the pain and the hurt and how I wanted to walk away from you? And I did it. So that people who feel like that know that they don't have to beat themselves up because they feel that hurt. I didn't know like what it was, but I'm like, I just needed time with my father. Um, the one who I felt broke my heart running back to the one I felt broke my heart. Um, that dynamic is just, this is who I always run to because something else broke my heart. I don't run to you because I feel like you did. That was different for me. That was a different dynamic, a different experience. That was something I had never related to the most high in that way. And, um, that did make it hard for me to see. I couldn't temporarily, I was unable to see clearly because of the pain. Um, and then I say, Help me see you, y'all. Let me bring it, uh, figure, um, pick it back up. Eyes
0: is filled with teardrops. drops and of water to water. You feel crops. and the pain when you tell me this will stop because it's harder to live for you. Real talk. I am living, don't think that I can walk. I am doing the best that I can. I can't. So I thought you was my friend. My friend, You betrayed like you hurt me again. Again, now you
2: want me to trust you again. Again, this is real faith.
3: do not pretend
2: this is hard cause I don't revisit these lyrics like that whoo okay um I just miss my babies and I want them and they would be like walking around right now but I don't have them so it just hurts um Mm -hmm. help me see you y'all cause my eyes is filled with teardrops enough water to water your field crops and that was just kind of like a play on um the harvest is plenty but the laborers are few and I'm like I'm I'm a labor for you most high like but these tears in my eyes are like enough water to water the harvest that you say you want like that's how much I'm crying like constantly crying um and the, the irony in that is sometimes this very testimony does water his crop like people hearing this whether in the live or um the replay you don't ever know what somebody's going through you don't ever know the pain you don't ever know i put i put a poll up on my um zara harrison youtube community tab uh i can't remember when but i was like what are one of the things that you really think the most high for and it was like three or four different things, and then the last thing was like all of these things. There was a little bit of percentage for the top one that you are him for the most. The top one, the second one, the third one was faithfulness, and then the last one was everything. Faithfulness got zero. I remember that. It got, poll. It got zero. Energy. It got zero percent, but it it was different. It felt different to me, just how I look at things sometimes, because I'm like, it wasn't even a one percent that clicked that. And that made me think about how many people are struggling with whether the most high is really going to be faithful. Mm. We hear scriptures about um, how fear and just lack of courage is going to send some people to hell. Why? Because when you fear something, your trust is in something more than the most high, right? You're not trusting him to be faithful to do what he says that he will do. So that made me really kind of like sit with that for a minute and be like, yo, there are a lot of people out here that that don't think you're going to do what you said you're going to do. That's why so many people are afraid. That's why so many people are trying to cut corners, doing stuff under the (laughs) table, lacking integrity because they don't really believe you're going to do it. Mm. That made me feel like, wow, a lot of your people are still to this day, myself included, especially at that time, not trusting you to be faithful. Like I trust you. Wisdom was on that post for wisdom. Um, some people said, uh, I forget, maybe protection. I can't remember what was on the list, but faithful to be faithful. Hmm. Because see that one faithfulness is often like some people think doing your will instead of his will. Like you're going to be faithful. If the scripture says that, be blessed and multiply every time I be fruitful and multiply every time there's a seed in my womb, it's going to be a baby, right? That's the, that's the setup. So you expect that. But when that doesn't happen, does that mean the most high is not faithful? Like then now you're like, you're, you having conflicts, you know what I'm snotting and everything you're having conflict. Um, that makes you doubt whether he'll do what he said for you. He's done stuff for other people, you know what I mean? And so that pain really puts you in a place of not knowing, you know what? I don't know if you're that faithful to me. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you deal with that. um, Because uh, it's harder to live for you real talk. Like, it, it's harder to live for the most high. It just, It just is. It is not easier to live in this life and... Serve the most high Yah. Like so I've sorry. had people coming at me for all kind of stuff. Like just trying to live righteously, just talking about repentance. You need to talk about forgiveness more bump forget bump repentance. Like, whoa. Like the two go hand in hand. Like it's just it's harder, Thanks. you know? Thanks. It's just harder so because it's harder to live for you real talk I'm limping don't think that I can walk at that time I was like I'm limping I can't walk like I barely can move forward right now like I remember my husband he didn't say this but I feel like he kind of was like wanting me to just not be in that pain like how can we just move forward how can you stop feeling these things you feel about the most high? Like he didn't necessarily say it, but it, his attitude and take was just different than mine's. He even said it earlier. I didn't want to sit in that. I did. I did. All I no. I want to sit right here until I can make sense of this. I can't even get up from this place until I do. Yeah. And, um, that was just where I was. Everybody processes hurt and grief and pain differently. Um, yes. And so I put, I am doing the best that I can. I'm so hurt, I thought you was my friend. Feel betrayed like you hurt me again. Like the most high is like, we've really got a relationship. Like I go to him pretty much first for everything. I talk to him, I sit in the bed, like, yeah, most high, I don't know, like, what is that about, I just don't, like, I literally have conversations with the most high in the shower, when I wake up, when I'm walking around, sometimes I'll be out, people probably think I'm talking to myself, like, is she crazy, I'm talking to the most high, like, I talk with him, like, and so, that's my, that's not just my father, but also my friend, I look at it as, like, when I grew up, I remember my mom used to be like, um, you better stop talking to me like we friends. I ain't your friend. Like, as, a, as in you're getting too comfortable. And when you're a child and your parent is an adult, yeah, you shouldn't be acting like you friends because they can't parent right. The dynamic with the most high is like, he's your father. When you become an adult, you're still his child though. <laughs> and so sometimes you can, he is your friend, but sometimes it's like you get so comfortable when he has to, in the parent mode, you acting kind of like how I was acting. Like, hold up, you know? And it's like, you hold up, like, you know? And so that's what I was talking about. Like, I feel betrayed like you hurt me. I'm so hurt I thought you was my friend. I thought we was friends. And he's like, I'm your father first. I'm your friend, but I'm your father first. And that was like, okay, feel betrayed like you hurt me again because this was the second miscarriage. Now you want me to trust you again because yeah. you let this happen again and now you still are like, trust me. Yeah. Uh, count me faithful. Yeah. I know it. I know it happened again. I know you believed me to do it again, but I Man. still called you to recognize me as faithful, and that was a challenge for me. I'm not gonna even sugarcoat that. That was a challenge for me. Um, and then I said, "This is real faith," because that's what faith is. What is faith without something to test it up against? You don't. You don't got no faith if you ain't been tested or something that's been put in your face to make you choose different and you still choose Jah. That's That's real. That's what real faith is. Faith is not never doubting. Faith is not never hurting, not having pain because the most faith is going through that and still believing him anyway. That's what it is. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about. That's it.
0: Cannot pretend. Can not pretend, might not comprehend. Might not comprehend Get some levels to this a level. Like you climbing mountains, let our reward be a fountain. Cause we trust in you still. Even though you gave the enemy permission to kill. And when you really think on that, you realize how real it is to be in relationship with the most high. Yeah, it's real. Keep your faith off, chill. Uh, might not
2: comprehend faith because there's levels to it. It's like you climbing mountains, man. My, mountain climbing is hard. Uh, let your reward, let our reward be your fountain because we trust in you still. Um, let our reward be your fountain. It's like the Most High says that he will be a fountain for us. And I'm saying let this reward of my faith be a fountain for you. Let me give this pain back to you. With my face attached to it and me saying, I'm still going to trust you and believe you, even though I feel like you hurt me, even though I feel like you could have answered this for me and you did it. I'm going to give this back to you yeah. with the right heart. And I hope that this would be like an offering or a gift to you because of you giving me, excuse me, so much of a fountain of blessings, love, joy, rewards, all kind of stuff, despite this. Um, cause we trust in you still, even though you gave the enemy permission to kill. And I know that like mm. in, um, the Israel left, um, the, the exodus and stuff like that, the, the most high sent the angel of death. Um, but then there is the enemy of death as well. And so for me at that time, I felt like, I don't think this is the most high, uh, angel of death you know what I'm saying it felt like it was an a enemy issue um which I won't go into especially with the first one um attack that kind of that happened or whatever um but I'm saying that at the end of the day the enemy can't do anything without the most high's permission like he has right. to get permission from the most high so whatever way it came from it was permitted by the most high he allowed it to happen um So even though you get an enemy permission to kill, and when you really think on that, that despite you giving permission for this death to happen in my life twice, you really realize how real it is to be in relationship, not religion or legalism with the Most High, but relationship with him. It's real. Keep your faith off chill. Like, this is why our faith cannot be on chill mode. It can't be on ice. Like, you're going to need that faith. Like, you need it. You need it. To get through life. <laughs> like, you is evidence of things not seen. You need to be able to trust that I cannot always go on what it looks like. I have to know there's something beyond what I can see when it comes to this experience. And I don't have to bank on that in the hands of the Most High instead of what I see right now. I can't put my faith on chill to where I forget that there is an unseen spiritual component here that nobody can see and that I won't be able to see until the most high allows me to. And parts of it, he let me, he allowed me to see in a dream, but the fullness of it, I won't really be able to know until I can talk and sit with him in a different setup and say yeah. okay can you can you run this account back to me what was going on yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. and that I'll be able to have that and see my babies too so yeah Absolutely. that was that I'm gonna just play with the rest of it brighter
1: days coming I can see it dawning we weather the storm right now water for my garden blessing keep falling
2: Breakdown of Let It Rain from the It Is What It Is album with Eshawn Burgundy and Zara Royalty. Yeah.
3: I knew that one was going to be heavy. <sighs> I knew that yeah. one was going to be heavy.
2: But we came through it. We, we came did. through it.
3: We did. And still pressing forward, you know like we leaned into it and pressed through. You can't run from these things. You mentioned earlier about people that won't see the kingdom in the scripture, it runs down the list. And one of the main at the top of that list is cowards. And you know, one thing we gotta, we we all as believers, as churchmen of the Most High, we all gotta remember that He is with us in whatever we find ourselves in. You know, a lot of times people reference Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how He was right there in the fire with them, like that. That's serious, you know. That's not a that's not a game. People talk about that story like. You know, they'll laugh about it, or even Daniel and the lions. Then you know you hear these stories, and they and they become such a staple, and um, and our belief about the Most High, and when we reference Scripture and all of that, that it, it seems simple, but nah, you know that's a serious thing to be in a den full of lions. You know, Daniel wasn't in. I mean, I don't know how Daniel was in. It. I'm not going. Front and act like I know how he was But for anybody You're literally there In a company of animals Who don't have no preference These animals don't got no They ain't got no stop button It's just all go Like you You fool And to be in that circumstance And have the most high you put your faith, your trust, your everything in the most high and watch him close their mouth. That's crazy. The same thing with, you know, them being in the fire. Like, you in the fire. you in it. And he keeps you from burning up. He keep like... That's wild. But I like what you said, man. This is what your faith is for. Your faith is for these times. You know, for the times that people go through, that's just... That's hard and, and um, less desirable. I think
2: it's so I think it's so crazy how <laughs> so many people like when I when I talk about the miscarriage. If I talk about it like um surfacely, I usually don't cry. But when I have to go deeper, it will bring that emotion back in me, and people will be like, "Why are you still crying if you're healed?" <laughs> Just just because you cry about something doesn't mean that you're not healed if you think back to that experience there are there are parts of the story that you can't see or know or experience unless you were there or in my body you know what i mean so there are things that i see when i talk about it there are um emotions that i feel there are questions that i ask there are, um, there's blood, there's that toilet, there's that dimmer light in my bathroom. There is the argument my husband and I had with the first one. Um, cause I think it was just too emotional for him, the first one. So we got into an argument that time. And, um, that first one, I felt a little more alone because we had that disconnect between us. Um, the second time he was there, like, every step of the way but the first time I I think he didn't even know how to process it I didn't know how to process it we got into a a big argument like shortly after I bled the baby fully out and I see those things I see Mm. I see him leaving the um, apartment for the first one going to the car and I see me yelling at him and calling him names and I see him yelling back at me because we're in pain. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know how to deal with that kind of pain. I see him coming back upstairs. I see me telling him that I'm hurting and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out of this pain. I don't know how to make it go away. It won't go away. I see the second baby. I think about the fact that I have other children who need me and I can't even help myself. Um, I just see so many... Of the events and so even Though miscarriage is common Your personal experience is Not only that's only one Experience only you got that No matter how common it is the way It happened to you only happened To you that way and So that's what I see And then I also see Me talking to the Most high again I see me I see him knowing I'm mad at him And waiting for me. I see me talking to him a little bit more. And a little bit more. So now we're back at our regular conversational tone. I see that. I see him bring me through. And it, it brings tears to my eyes. Because it is an unexplainable experience. No matter how common it is to know that the most high has all the power to make something go the way that you want him to. And because you know him, you know, he can and he does not. And you still cling to him. Like that's just a different dynamic. It's different with your parents cause they can't do everything for you. And sometimes they drop the ball. Sometimes they fail. Sometimes they don't get it right. The most high never fails. He never gets it wrong. So it's a different dynamic for someone who really has a relationship with him. Now, if you don't have a real relationship with him and his legalism and law and books and reading and his cold and hard and right and wrong and black and white, if that's what your experience is with him, you don't get what I'm feeling right now. But if your experience is in addition to knowing what he says, knowing who said it, in addition to hearing a promise knowing the one who gave the promise. Like that's different than just readings. It's like my novel. It's if if you out there read my novel, you have a totally different experience than my daughter who knows me. It's a different experience when she reads that because we know each other, right? And so knowing him, really knowing him relationally, like it is a uh, it's an experience that um man it's just it's an experience. And that's what I think of. But um I am I am healed from the hurt of it. When I cry it's not a hurt, it's more of a remembering. Um but I don't think I'll ever be fully healed uh with the void of that child um until I see them again. Like that thing, I think it's just a little part of me that's going to stay like that until I have that child again. But not in a sense of um, like a lacking or anything, just knowing something's supposed to be there and making sure that that place understands no one can take that place of it again. So, yeah.
3: I mean, it's such a... That's such a unique thing, the way Y'all designed that. Because when I think about it, just like when you just talk about the void, I think about an emptiness two times over, two souls, two spirits that was inside you at the same time. So that's that's, that's kind of why we think about it. The fact that when a woman carries a child, She's carrying a, an additional soul to her own on the inside of yeah. her body. The, the pregnancy runs its course. The baby is born. And now that soul is before you. And you're raising that soul, training that soul up. And, and, and there's an infinite um kind of connection that, that happens that this you know that never ceases. But it's like, The, 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 there's no completion because it didn't run its course. <clears throat> so you had the soul, but it never, you know, it never made its way to the outside of your body into this person that you can now behold and have a relationship with. So yeah, that's why when you think about it, two times over, two souls, two individuals. That never made it out, but you still, you still like, I don't know, how, how does that, I don't even know what, how does that even feel? You know, men will never know what it's like to have a, an additional soul inside of you. Yeah. That 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 type of connection is really it, it, it's mind blowing when you think about it, and I'm sure it's other levels to that um, yeah. that I can't even think of right now. But man, and 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 that's what happened when we lost the first one. It was like all I know is this wasn't supposed to happen. This this was never supposed to happen to us. It, it wasn't supposed to go this way. What in the world just happened? How did we? how do we lose how you lose you lose a baby and and then with you know my natural especially at that time my natural trauma response is to just push it to the side not really deal with the feelings your response is just like you said a minute ago i want to feel this i want to i want to fully process this this was my baby I don't want to push this to the side. I don't want to get over this. I don't want this to be the past. Like, I still... Like, I want to process this. And so we had our... We, we, we definitely had our time. where We bumped heads. Just... Man not understanding the depth, you know, for 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 a lot of men, I know I know for us we, we can't understand the depth. I can feel it now. I have a little more empathy now. Um but yeah men is is it's, 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 it's very difficult for us to be able to process that. But you can clearly see, you know, there's a difference between when a man and a woman marry and they experience this type of loss, um, the woman is going to feel it on a deeper level than the man. And I believe it is our responsibility as men to support our wives through it. We can't identify with it. We, we will never be able to fully understand Um well, we got to support you through that's why i would never try to rush you through this you know the process you know just going through your verse and however when i when i first heard it i'm like yo that's a different level you know you listen to my verse you listen to your verse night and day because it's a different level um but just going through it right now breaking it down going through line by line and exploring everything you were going through in the midst of that—that's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy.
2: So, can you see the comments? I'm gonna let you read them. I need a little mental break, but I'll—I'll I'll work the board. Can you? Man, see I her? forgot
3: all about—I forgot all about these <laughs> comments, man. I
2: can—I can show them, but can you read them when I show them?
3: Yeah, sure
2: okay
3: uh malachi music says your documentary gave us the rundown yeah
2: oh yeah the um documentary on waiting for the most High to wait that first baby up yeah yeah um then he continues here
3: malcolm music also says so when i heard let it rain i knew exactly what was being discussed i felt it it was an excellent, necessary song because I could relate to having that confusion and sh- confusion and shock towards, yeah, as well. Mm. Wow, so you went through the same thing. That's, that's crazy. Uh, Cass- Cassiopeia, Houston. She says, same. When I sing this song, I'm able to express more to, Ya yeah, the album as a whole, uh, the album as a whole, it, for me, uh, much needed album. Hallelujah. Shelly Murphy says, I absolutely love this song. Hallelujah. Praise be unto the
2: most. Uh, I see your hearts and all that stuff like that. Thank you.
3: Drew Negus. 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 Me and my wife went through this as well. I understand. Oh, praise be unto the most. Uh, KDI or Katia says your pain is not in vain, Z. Hallelujah. Definitely not in vain. Shelly Murphy says, Job story comes to mind. Right, how about that? How about that? Paul Ray says pain is individual and personal. People shouldn't expect everyone to just automatically get over a traumatic experience. Man, Paul, that's a that's a big fat, mm-hmm. beloved. Big fat. Big fat, beloved. Um mm-hmm. You're, you're absolutely right, it is It is individual and it's personal it. Move on, i would be like, come nobody, on Nobody, nobody should tell somebody To get over something First of all, you have no idea What the person had been through prior To that So what would what would have one Significance to one person May not have the same signif- Instance or circumstance Don't have the same significance To somebody um, You know with a different past that led up to that moment, you know? You never know what, what what the precursor was for a person when they're going through something. Wow. And that could be a determining factor as to how they deal with it. So yeah, you can't be, you know, judgmental telling people to get over things.
2: Thank you for that
3: comment. That's not your place. Agape's Love says, it's so crazy how deep this song is. And I was just amazed by the beats and the flows when I first heard it. It's crazy because this song lifts my spirit so much. Great, uh, great job, y'all. Heavy subject matter. Indeed, indeed. Thank you. I go by Kyle. Says, I love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. I appreciate y'all sharing this testimony. Uh, My wife and I have traveled the same journey. And know a pain similar to you all. Man, hallelujah. And praise yeah. y'all for him delivering all of y'all who who, who um, can feel or, or have been through um, what we've been through.
2: I'm so thankful the, for faithful. the people that reached out to me and just. Because some people were just like trying to tell me how to feel. And I'm just like, yo, I just, you know, I'll just be quick with the block button because I love my peace and things that disturb that. When you when you have a certain response that lets me know the type of person you are. So that lets me know the type of comments I'm gonna get from you. So I just usually block that cause I don't want nobody interfering with my peace of mind. And I feel like social media makes people feel that they're entitled to your attention or something. Like yeah. they could just say whatever they want to say. And that's not the case. It has created this toxic form of communication where people don't know how to like wash their mouth they think because there's a comment section that means i can comment on everything about your life when in real life you can't do that if you want healthy relationship so when people step over certain boundaries i just block them because you're showing me who you are and i'm not about to deal with no pharisee every day telling me how to feel i should how i shouldn't look at my pain you know people were telling me you know if if um you know, you got to remember it this way. Zara, you need to think about it like this. Don't tell me how to think about my miscarriages. I'm like, yo, some people are very delusional. Like they just, I'm just like, you're out of touch with reality. But the pe- there were a lot of people, like this one woman, I will never forget the message she sent me. It was so beautiful and it was so like nothing attached to it. Like, I don't want nothing from you. If you don't even feel like you want to respond, I'm not saying this to get your attention. It was just like pure, genuine regard for me. And I just, oh, that I will never forget that message. It was just so loving to me, especially at that time. Um, But there were a lot of people that commented when I had posted up a video about it because somebody had left a comment on one of my videos and was saying um basically like I need to exercise my arms or something like that. We put a family picture up. And they didn't know that I wasn't exercising because I was still trying to hold on to parts of my baby. Like because I didn't have the baby, I still wanted a little bit of the little the gut. I wanted that stuff on my, like I wanted that to stay just to just the but the baby's out of my body at this point. And as much as I wanted that out, I also wanted to hold on. So I wasn't first of all, I don't know too many women that think about exercising after miscarriage. Like you're trying to heal from what happened to you. Yeah. Um but I was holding on to that. And so some people were like saying crazy stuff. Like the song on Perplexity album called Honor was dedicated to that first baby. And there's a clip of a video I put on Instagram that I snagged that sample from for that song. And I'm like crying my eyes out cause somebody's like talking about how big my arms were not knowing it's because of this baby I lost that I'm still kind of like trying to hold on to physically or whatever. Um, but there were also people who were just loving and just, you know, just amazing. But some people can be really like insensitive. Um, and I couldn't believe it. I thought, especially with something like a miscarriage, people would watch their mouths. But no, some people don't even with loss and suffering, they still come with their religion and their religious critiques of you and how you're responding to your pain. I was just like, wow. So, um, the, even that taught me a lot in in helping other people, um, in knowing how people respond to tragedy that's happening to you. And, um, yeah, it, it was just crazy. The most I definitely use it in in many different ways, but um. One thing I don't run away from is pain. Like, if I hurt, I'm going to say it. If I feel like I need to cry, I'm going to cry. Um, I just do. Some people, that scares, and that makes them feel like, see, she's not over it. And see, she doesn't have faith. No, that's that's a marker of my faith that I can cry and talk about it um, and still be present to revisit it and hope that that testimony can help somebody else. So,
3: Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. I-
2: we hope that this helps you today. Um yeah, I don't really have anything else. I'm, I think I'm gonna go take a nap now because I'm a little emotionally exhausted at this point. <laughs> but did you want to add anything else before we go?
3: No, nah, I didn't want to add anything. All, All praise right, be unto the most high. Appreciate
2: Thank y'all. y'all for us. We'll see y'all again first and third Mondays at
3: 9 a.m. Eastern. Peace. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency, the podcast on Instagram
2: at Transparency, the podcast. We'll talk to you all next time.
3: If there is a next time.
2: Oh, my gosh.